Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is season three of the Porsche Podcast. You currently locked in with your boy B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And like my boy Bolo said, this is season three of the porch. Man, let's get it. Let's go. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. My guy, man, how you feeling? We back. We back. We episode two we flowing hey, it's only right we go two for two come on now two got for another two another banger coming another, another banger one. and we got our first guest of season three Ooh, excited wee. about this one i'm gonna leave a little cliffhanger right here but i'm gonna give you a little hint this guy's about six seven six eight three three some solid's a beast athlete oh. that's all i'm gonna say athlete come can on now can do it all who football track so hey, you name it, you name it, he got it. Come on now. So how you feeling, man? How things been going? Another another week, uh, football, man. Another What's week, up? Bro. Another blessing, bro. You know we ten toes down, holding it down, bro. Football season, working. Yeah, just busy, but busy is good. You know what I'm saying? I can't complain, bro. What about you? Same, man. Same, man. Just you know, grinding. It's still doing the uh the, the hosting for, for the Drew League stuff, which has been great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Getting those extra reps. I had the opportunity to actually uh so Demar Derozan. Just started hooping at, in the Drew League last couple of weeks, so I, I got to actually interview him after the uh, after his game. Uh, real, real cool cat, humble down to earth. You know, DeRozan, he's from Compton, so he grew up hooping at the Drew League since he was like fourteen right. years old. So it was cool to kind of get that interview under my belt and get a chance to actually meet him. So damn, I didn't know he was from Compton though. That's what's yeah. up. Yes, sir. He's from I Compton. Knew, I knew he was from Cali, but I I didn't know he was from specifically from, he's Compton. from Compton, bro. That's he's cold, from so Compton. he in it. He, he in it. He grew up in it. That's what's up. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir, for sure. And before we jump into our our topic of the day, going back to to LC football real quick. If I'm not mistaken, y'all got like a five star recruit on your on your squad or a four star recruit. Uh, yeah, we got a four star. Um, great athlete, great kid, great human being. He uh actually just committed to LSU. Bro, that's huge, bro. Like coming out of Indianapolis, for the, for the Indianapolis like Indianapolis, yeah, for that's Indianapolis, huge. huge, bro. It's like a whole nother door. That has been open. That has never been open before. So, um, shout out to him, man, and super proud of that guy. Um, he played defensive end, um, so he'll be coming into the year, you know, getting ready to crush it. So, um, I'm just excited for that momentum, and you know, obviously, you know, guys look up to stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, it just makes our guys want to play harder and and do more to you know get to that point. So, bro, we on, like I told you, bro, before, hey, you know, we 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 climbing, we I climbing, see it. y'all. I might have to just pull up and, and check y'all out, man. You, you know, obviously, former D lineman myself, so I love watching other great right. defense alignment. I don't care if it's high school, uh, 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 AAU, I don't care what level it is. I like watching great yeah. play and have a, a kid going to LSU, bro, out of Indianapolis. He's even me as a grown man. That's still inspirational for me. So I saw that. I'm like, man, that, that's that's dope. Where, you know, and so for the people who don't know, you know how recruiting goes, especially in the Midwest. You know, sometimes we get we get looked down upon mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to, you know, being a, a southern being a southern school or, you know, playing football all year round. So some schools like that that's in the SEC don't even recruit in the Midwest, period. Yep. You know, so uh, for how to have a university that's in 
Louisiana, come all the way up to Indianapolis specifically to, to get one individual um, just kind of speaks a lot to, you know, him and, you know, how, how much work he's, he's put in. So well-deserving, man. Super proud of him, man. Um, I know we got the clap sound, so we got to give him a hand clap. Nah, for sure. Man. You, man. I, know you, I know you don't coach the D line, but you we all hey, know on the team, hey, hey, all the coaches. Out, shout out to all the coaches, but specifically my man Abdullah, man. Kyrie Abdullah, he's a D line coach, man. Great guy, great coach. Uh, he actually is another co host um, for the pregame podcast. Okay. Um, out here in Indianapolis. So shout out to him, man. He's doing his thing, coaching them guys up, man, getting guys to the next level, man. That's what it's about. I love that, man. I love it, man. It's all about showing love, man. And, and that's what we do at the porch, baby. That's what we do. But yeah, but let's go ahead and move on to our, our topic of the day because you got a you got a really good one, man. So I want to dive into this before we bring in our special guests. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA Summer League, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Man, I ain't trying to start no arguments in the household, but it's definitely going to start some conversation. Okay, yeah. so most recently I've seen a couple couple conversations swirling around this topic. So the question of the day is, can a man still leave the household if his finances are, aren't in order? So I'll say it mm. again. So can a man still run or lead his household if his finances are in order? So if he's not the breadwinner, can he still run the household? Oh, okay. I'm a, so I'm I'm gonna answer this kind of two ways. So because I feel like it's a little different. So at first you you said if they're not in order, I feel like that's different. Order. So yeah. Then, so 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 I take that back. So in order meaning, um, well, it could be both. He maybe he's not financially responsible, or right. you know the other the spouse, uh, significant other, the spouse makes more money than him. Man, it's crazy. So I know we were talking a little bit about this off off uh, off air. And listen, it's the porch. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bang. People see your boy on TV. They see you see your boy hosting. Yeah. They they think I'm out here filthy rich. Like, listen, I'm blessed. I'm I'm good. Like, money's good on my end. I want to make that clear. But I'm gonna be real. My wife money real good. <laughs> Let them know. You know what I mean? Let it's real know. good. So um, I'm gonna ask the question. Yeah, I believe. Now I believe. Yes, men can still lead lead a household even when you're not the breadwinner and the reason is i i think obviously we all know money's a huge part mm-hmm. of you know running you know running a household and, and part of a man as well like you you want to take care of the bill you want to take care of all the financial stuff so we know that but there's more to being a man being a leader than just that you know what i'm saying you want to make yes. sure that you're there obviously from a a, a, a mental protection a physical protection uh, a standpoint of just making sure you're there for your wife from a emotional support. Just like really when I think about a leader, you're, you're ready for like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever needs to be taken care of in that moment, you, you can do it. Now I think as a man, we have like direct responsibilities for certain categories, but even certain things that might not be your typical everyday responsibility as a man, if you're a true leader of the household, you got to be prepared to, to, to move, you know, move and take and take care of, of of whatever that is, you know what I mean. So that's my that's my opinion. Though. What you think, Bolo? That's real. So um, 
Mine's a little bit different too, bro. It's like um, I'm real like my household is balanced, man. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I guess you know everybody got that macho, that macho thought process of like, man, run the house, whatever, whatever. But I think it's just like you know, you scratch your, you I scratch your back, you scratch mine's, right? So right. it's just like give and take. You know, if, if I'm lacking in some area, you know, you pick me up in that area. If you lacking in a few areas, then I'll pick you up in the area. So it's more more work like teamwork. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Um, I think, too, like and this is to the guys, not a shot at y'all, but I think sometimes, too, like, you know, when we make a lot of money, we automatically think it equates to power or control, mm, you know yep. what I'm saying, or some type of possessive, like having possession over something if you got some money. But, man, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, it's 2022, man. Ain't ain't nothing to a bag nowadays, man. A bag ain't holding holding a woman down for nothing. So, um, you know, if you got that misconception thinking like a bag is going to hold hold somebody near and dear you you are sadly mistaken so um for me i mean i hear the conversation i think it's just important to bring it up because people still kind of live in that in that world where you know it's like man run a household he make the money he right. do this he do that right but um at the end of the day man it's just about teamwork you know whoever makes more money they make more money but you know putting it together just to make sure that you know you can get out and um you know be successful as one but right overall that, that that's really the goal like what can we do as a household together? Because especially, especially together. when you're married, you're literally coming together as one. So what right. can we do as a unit to make sure we're, we're setting us up, our household yeah. up for, for success and not failure? Right. You know what I'm saying? And, so. and don't get me don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen out there. There are specific things to Darnell's point as well that I think a man should always do. You know, yeah. like, you know, the dirty work, like patching holes or taking the trash out, cutting the grass, stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. I do think a lot of that stuff are is put specifically on a man. Yeah. But at the same time, that doesn't classify as me like, like that type of thing. But um, right, right, right. Man, that, that's just that's just that, though. We definitely want to hear what y'all think um, about that. So um, I'll say the question again um, so y'all can just obviously hang on to it and talk about it. Yeah. But the question was, um, can a man run a household if he does not make more money than a significant other let us know in the comments man let's know in the comments uh but you know what man hey, we, we gave y'all a cliffhanger earlier it's time to bring on our special guest man let's get it let's get it all right y'all so without further ado man our special mm -hmm. guest has arrived i told you we had a, we had a beast on here we got him <laughs> i'm talking about six seven six eight three i don't know how much you weigh all muscle but i use i, I used to do the intro bolo but for this one this like family. You got family on here. Like family man. It's, so it's, I, I gotta let you set it up this time, Bolo. We we got to man. Porsche family man. This is a special special occasion, man. So make sure you turn up your volume. All right, open up your earwaves, man, because we got a banger for you right now. All right. So without further ado, all right, the guest today. All right, he is probably one of the biggest people physically that I know. Physically, yeah, one of the yeah. best offensive linemen in the country. He's Max. from Indianapolis, West Side to be exact. All right, a former <laughs> Ben Davis Giant. OK, he was one of the one of the state's top hoopers. OK, when he was hooping, but then he took his talents. All right. To the Ohio State to play football. OK, the Ohio State. Understand me. Come on now. I don't know who we're talking about. Right now. I call him Valdez, but y'all may know him as Dewan Jones. Welcome to the porch, bro. Let's get What's it. What's up, y'all doing? Uh, feel good to be here. Uh, I know y'all been trying to get me on it for a minute, so I appreciate y'all. Being patient on my busy schedule. You, uh, you, you, you a tough brother to get on, boy. You tough. <laughs> no way, bro. I was still like, trying to see you. So I didn't even get to see you. I was out in college. Oh man, yeah, man. That's how you. If you coming out again, I thought you said you was coming again uh, late July, maybe. Yeah, I might come out the end of the month, like literally like the oh, last yeah. week. I'm out here, bro. Please hit me up. Got a link. 
gotta link up, man. But yeah, no, it's a pleasure having you on, man. And uh, like you said, we've been trying to get you on for a while. And obviously, football season's right around the corner, so I think this is the perfect time to really, you know, really, really get you on. So I mean, let's dive straight into it, man. So obviously, you're from Indianapolis. That's my city. We are from opposite ends of the city, but it's all love. Uh, so just, I guess, till the porch, you know, a little bit about just how it was growing up in Indianapolis. I feel like there's a misconception from outsiders, especially me being in L.A. now. Like, I tell my, hey, I'm from Indiana. they like, is it just all country and great? I'm like, nah, I'm like, I'm right. I'm like, nah, I'm, just, I'm from the city. Like, it's not like what y'all thinking. So just going to explain what it, what it was like for you. Yeah, I kind of get the same, like, little feel a lot from other people. Like, they say, like, yes, when I go there, it's boring. It's all country. I mean, like, it's something to do there, but like you gotta like find it. I feel like, but yeah. at the same time, that's everywhere. Like, I've been in a lot of places, a lot of cities. You know, you travel with football, you get to go so many places. You be like, what is there to do? Really, you gotta go out and do it. Go, right. go out and find the same way you gotta do it in any other city. So, I mean, uh, I'm from like the main part, so of course, like everything's in my backyard. And I know where everything's at, so. I tell people, they be like, oh, okay. And then I'll put them on, like, my buddy came home, and, like, I was like, he was like, I'm hungry. I'm like, I'm uh, as a matter of fact, it was Jackson. It was Jack Smith and Jigwa. Yeah. He was like, I'm hungry. I'm like, I'm going to take you King Ribs. But I was like, nah, I'm just got, I'm just got your place for my grandma's son. So I just got her that. <laughs> right. Got it. That, hey, that, that, that's <laughs> even better, too. I, I know that play was slapping, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all I didn't have to play firsthand. Was, was it slapping Bolo? Slapping. <laughs> Play, play leaning to the side because so much food on there. Hey, anything caramel cake, fire, mm. any bro, banana pudding, fire, banana pudding. Man, she made break to Pam, she, man. So she stacked it up. Now, I love it, man. I love it for sure, man. I, th- I think you make a good point, Bolo, as far as like you know, people yeah. always saying it ain't nothing to do with Indianapolis, but like you said, like wherever you at. There's something to do. You got to be able to know the right moves, man. In Indianapolis, there's definitely stuff to do. We we had Joey uh, last season on, Joey uh, Mullinero. Uh, you know, he's from Indianapolis as well, comedian. He's like, man, listen, there's a lot to do in Indianapolis if you, you got to go find it. So Definitely got to find it. So go ahead and talk to the porch. Um, I'll, I'll still call you Vides. Uh, that's that's what that's what we call it. So, you know, um, talk to the porch a little bit about like that light bulb moment when you was like, okay, football is really the sport that I probably would want to stick to. Uh, it was a little bit like junior year, like sophomore year, and so uh, my buddy Don that came up to me because like I really wasn't bought into football just because like you know you grow up in a basketball state, basketball background. It's only so much football you can love or want to play because that's how you grew up around. Right. My buddy Don was just like, he was like, bro, you need to play football, and I'm like, I'm not playing football, like we. We lost our freshman year and then sophomore year. They were like, okay, they won sectionals, but it wasn't nothing I was real fond of. And then until then, after then, he was like, bro, you can change your mind life and stuff. I'm just like, yeah. And then coaches started putting my face. They were just like, like, what six, eight guys do you know that play football? And then, like, mm-hmm. what's the advertising centers and stuff like that? And basketball, I was like, yeah. And I was like, so, you know, you got to roll the dice. And I was like, I think football, like, grew on me. Now, I would say I love it to the point. Like, I mean, I still love both. So, I can, I can say I love both, truly. That's real. 
Got you. That's funny. And I was going to actually ask you that next, if you still had that love for basketball, because I'm the same way. I, now, now, I was never as good as, at basketball as you were. I know you was a, a real hooper, but I was solid. But, you know, <laughs> but growing up, basketball was my first love as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't actually yeah. start playing football till eighth grade, which is kind of late. You know what I'm saying? Time um, out. And, Time out. Well, come on. Who, what you about to who, say? Darnell, who you hooping for? What position on the on the what what, 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 what are you playing on the court? I, I we gotta we gotta figure I'm playing power forward, oh small power forward. That's a lot of damn power. Yeah, bro. I'll do a little bit of everything, man. Like on average, I probably I probably only give you you know six to eight points being real. But 25 I'm rebounds. I'm getting I'm getting the re- they used to call me the worm in fourth grade. <laughs> the worm, Dennis Rodman. I'm getting all the rebound and I'm and, and I'm using all my fouls. But he then talking every, about he, he talking about fourth grade. Look, every now and then I surprise you, and I'm dropping like 15 on you, 17. Like, oh shoot! So you you never know what you're gonna get. Okay, okay. He talking about basketball. That's fair. That's fair, bro. <laughs> and I like I would say with football, I was like, you know, little league. You know, everybody come back. They 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 ready to play. Like me, I was more so. I'm a free agent. List. <laughs> that time to come, like they didn't know if Valdez was coming back for that season. Like you had to come ask him every day. Like coming back this season, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and it, 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 it wasn't because like it was physical. It was just like I just really ain't think nothing of it. I just you know, it was just the game was like you know bigger than everybody else. The game easy. Like I'm in the backfield every time as a kid. Like. Right, you paying right. little kids, and so you know when the game getting a little bit harder, maybe I just thought it was a little bit tougher. And so maybe that little break I needed in sophomore year was the one I needed. Nice reset, yeah. So when you so when you came back, because I remember, I think I moved to Indy in 2016, and 2017 was when y'all was really nice. Like y'all had some dogs, and I think uh, we used to dinner come to every game. Um, you know, on those Friday nights, you guys would just blow people out um, pretty much. I guess what was that? What was that? What was that like? You know what I mean? Going through high school football. Obviously, now you're playing college for one of the best colleges in the in the in the world, essentially. But like looking back on it. Right. Do you think any of those times got you prepared for mm-hmm. where you are right now? I would say so, like more so just getting your mind right for the big games. And so mm-hmm. with me being from a prestigious school, like we've been right. able to like, we got eight titles, and so you know it's kind of like here they got eight, eight plus what nine titles I think. So it's kind of like the similar stuff. Like you got to bring your A game every time, like you step on the field. And so with Ben Davis being a powerhouse, it's just translated over easily. I feel like I love it. I love Not it for sure, man. And listen, I, I gotta ask you, you know, me me being a being a far east sider and a, and a Warren Central legend myself. <laughs> I'm just curious. I know how we felt about Ben Davis when I was in high school and when it was the week uh, preparing to play y'all. I'm just curious from you, like, how was it the week when y'all was about to play Warren? Like, was it a little bit extra going on in practice? Like, give us an inside scoop, man. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like, it kind of is, like, not like it's not nothing to our game how it is now when we play two and north. But right. it's definitely, like, kind of, like, get those vibes, like, you really don't like – I mean, like, we really don't like the East Side. And we don't like y'all. They don't like the West. They don't like the West Side. So, like, that's – I mean, like, you feel the hatred of each other. I mean, like, you grew up with half of the team, I feel like, or, like, those are your right. boys on the other side. Right. 
But at the end of the day, like when that game come on, you know, it's Warren versus Ben Davis. It's what that's it's basically Claymore City, I feel like. Right. Yeah. Now that's true, man. Like I, I just grew up in it too. Like even when I was young, I was in middle school. Going to like Creston Middle School, I would come to the games and and will watch, you know, the warned up the old heads warning Ben Ben was playing. So it was like years of just build up and me watching the old heads. I'm like, man, I can't wait so I can be in that position to go play against Ben Davis. And it's like the energy was always crazy. It's always a fight in the stands, whether it was in Ben Davis or Warren. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just everybody yeah, being sent. The parents be yeah. clowning, everybody be clowning those weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, East side, west side. So I, 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 I went one and one. And so even in like the year we didn't have a good year, you still like got to come prepared that year. I mean, I felt oh, it, yeah. but it was just like the team was just good that year. That, that undefeated team, that was that was like that. I would say that. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, uh, you got you a state title too. You got you a ring. And, yeah, it's, I, and I, think it's pretty, I think it's pretty cool too, because like obviously looking forward, I mean, obviously you're a senior at O State. But I'm re- I really strongly think that y'all got a chance to win a ring, you know, at the college level too. So Ooh. you know, you can get a double whammy from winning it in high school and also winning it in college. Also, man, that's that's crazy. I know it'd be a blessing. You know, it's a long season. We, we yeah. just got to play about Notre Dame. Are they coming first? I, I know that's they are. They're our main target. We're our main target for them too. And so I know they're gonna give us a uh, best game, just like everybody else the rest of the season. Love it, bro. Yeah. I can't 100%. wait. I can't wait. It's crazy, Bolo. The thing, oh, like, y'all, I love to fall, y'all. Y'all I understand do. how much I love to fall, y'all. Man, look, man, I'll pass out and wake up, pass out again for the fall, y'all. That's how much I love this football shit, y'all. For real. I'm trying to let y'all know. Ain't nothing like football season, man. especially college football, man. And, like, you know, certain teams. And I, I've, I've always rocked with Ohio State just as like a, band, as a bandwagon fan. I'll be real just because it's, real. it's the culture of it, man. They just always yeah. good. They got. They got they swag, got dogs, bro. bro. Uniforms, like everything. Back, bro, I take it back to Dante Whitner, bro. Dante Whitner at the safety knocking heads Dante off. Dante Whitner. <laughs> Smith. Shout out Come to Glenville. You know Glenville. Dog. Pryor. Then Braxton. Then, like, man, they just got, they got players, man. They got, they, for a minute, I used to argue with people because they used to, for a minute, be DBU for real. Right. They used to right. have, they used to put, how that, how that to, output to the league. We be all right. We, we get back on it. So, yeah. yeah. And now they wide receiver you, boy. I'm like, sheesh. They have about three, four wide receivers every single season. They, it's well, like, y'all had two. Y'all had two go first round most recently. Right? Wilson and uh, Alave, right? Yeah. Yeah. We better have a couple this year. And next year. That boy, probably, that boy Marv. Marv yeah. Nice. He, nah, he bought out in y'all bowl game, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 This is work ethic. He's born more than everybody. You can just tell. Yeah, I love that, man. I love that. So one thing, so one thing I want to know, man, like take us back to like your freshman year at, at Ohio State, man. It, like walk us through your welcome to college football moment. Like, was there a special moment or a, a crazy moment in practice where either you went against a, a, a D lineman that just dogged you, or maybe maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe it was like your first time running out on the field, or just what was that moment where you was like, dang, like this is really like I'm really here. You know what I'm saying? Um, sure. I don't think I really like it let let it settle in, just because like I was on scout for so long, you know. Right. Like, you get on scout the days to start fight, and so maybe when I, when I got caught up, I was like, so like a guy got injured before me for the Northwestern game, and so I think that was like one of the biggest things as a freshman get caught up 
and then like they actually put you in the game and stuff. And then the, the block came right off me in the mm-hmm. Northwest game, and so like you knew it, and you could you could feel the running back Master T. You could feel him coming like, right off my tail, and he broke out for seventy five yards. I feel yeah. like that was like the start of everything. That's like the bad side. I say like I don't know, like. Chase used to he used to beat me a lot in practice, you know. But it's Chase Young. Chase it's Young, like, he beat he beating everybody. Yeah. Like that ain't a bad thing. Saying, <laughs> he's coaching he's coaching me up, like knowing that like, I I got potential. He just sees it in me, like because they didn't really coaches up on scout, so he's like just trying to help me out. Because you know I'm a scout guy. He got I gotta give him a look. Right. Yeah. So it was just like it was. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I think he froze up a little bit yeah, on my end. Yeah. Okay. There you go. You back. You back now. He's back now. There you go. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. But no, I I think that I think that's dope, man. You know, like I, you know that as a freshman getting called up. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it was a a, a lot of emotions, Bolo. You know what I'm saying? Nervous, excited, just a lot going on. So. You know that's definitely. But the uh, but the craziest thing to think about though, like you going you you on scout team going against Chase Young, if that <laughs> every, every if that day. does not get you prepared to play football, I don't know what else will. When you're talking about a look, like that is getting the, the the best of the best right there. Like, he's a he's a creative player on Madden. You know what I'm saying? Like physically, like, crazy. So playing against him was crazy, and then just knowing that like he was really. But the game I knew he was really good was that West Carson game. And so, like, he had got, like, his fifth or sixth sack, I think, and he just laid down on his knees, I think, and was like, God almighty. I said, oh, my God. I said, yeah, he's <laughs> he like, this dude's different, huh? Yeah, I said, I said yeah, he's different. Man. So, he's, causing, he's, causing, he's causing false starts and not even moving off the ball. See, that's, that and that's that, that get off crazy. Yeah. He had to put that fear in him. <laughs> oh. It just, you know, it just come within, bro. It come within. So, obviously, I mean, you play with so many great players, right? Justin Fields, Chase Young, you know, the list goes on. And I think the Big Ten in general is just as competitive with so many great players, right? So, I guess talk to us about, like, you know, it's not like high school where, you know, you know if you're playing against, like, maybe a public school or you're playing against maybe a, a, a mixed school that's a little down mm-hmm. this year, right? You know kind of have that mindset of what you're going into. But I think in college, specifically Big Ten, in all Power Five, like, each game is its own entity where, like, you got to prepare and go hard for each game. No matter what their record is, like, you got to go hard. So talk to us about the Big Ten, like, knowing that, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, you know, you got Northwestern, you got – you know, all these schools that are very, very good, you know, how do you mentally prepare week in and week out to take on the task of, like, you know, playing these great players? I would just say just breaking down a film. I think watching film and writing it down. But me, I'm more like a visual person, so I got to go do it. And so I'll be on the field a lot, like, after and before or, like, during practice, like, I'll ask my, like, to repeat something, like, because, like, I understand it or I didn't see it look right. And so, like, seeing that on the field or in, in the film room and then, like, adjusting and getting everything together, I think that helps a lot, honestly. And so when you keep seeing something repeatedly over and over, you're going to understand it to the basics of, like, where it's at, almost how you watch your own self and watch your film. Mm. And so I feel like that's the best way I can prepare myself for the games. I love that. True, hey, true student of the game, Bolo. True student. <laughs> hey, you got to know what you're doing in order to know where you're going. 
Yeah, who make it? Say that one more time. Hold on, say that one more time now. Come on now, you gotta know what you're doing in order to know where you're going. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, like I, bro, I'm, I, I tell my players all the time, like, if you know what you're doing, like, especially in high school, like, if you know what you're doing, like, understand like route recognition or something like that, bro. Like, you ain't got to be the fastest, you ain't got to be the strongest, bro. But if you understand, you smart, bro, you will make plays regardless. Like, mm-hmm. it makes you move faster when you understand. So I mean that's 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 a hundred right there. Like that's that's real that's real talk. I feel like more than half the game is mental. I ain't gonna lie, cause I, I I was I was that type of guy. I wasn't the fastest. I would say I was probably one of the strongest, but I wasn't the fastest, quickest, biggest. I'm, I'm undersized for a D tackle, being real. But I knew I I was smart, so I would put myself in an advantageous position every play to like okay I, that old lineman when, when he's leaning back he's he, mm-hmm. he's about to pull or he's lean, he's heavy like he's you know what i'm saying it's little little keys that you just notice that just helps you you know with your alignment with your assignment so for all, all the young people tuning in right now you might have a few players bolo tuning in come on man that's a gym right there so know. um but uh so i want i want to ask you this man so recent news uh in college football was that usc and ucla will both be moving to the Big Ten. Uh, now, now, it's 2024, um, but you're obviously in the Big Ten playing for Ohio State. I'm just curious, what was your reaction to that? For me as a fan, I'm kind of excited about it. I, I know USC is making a lot of big moves. Obviously, Lincoln Riley's over there now. They have some big-time recruits. And uh, just in general, when USC is is good, I think it's good for, for all college, like for college football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, imagine SC and Ohio State and SC Michigan I think it can be some very exciting games, but I want to hear from like a player's perspective. Like, what was your thoughts about it? Uh, I didn't think much of it until like just like why those two schools, but like right. I, I, I just say just because of the money, honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, everything's just trying to become a powerhouse. You see that the SEC is getting what Texas and Oklahoma, right? If I'm yeah, mistaken. And then um, I think I don't know who the big was. Big 12 is going to get, but I I don't know. I think they just trying to make everything a powerhouse. And it was just a money move, in my opinion. Yeah, Just bringing more revenue. Right. Yeah. It kind of it helps out USC, I would say, a little bit more, too, now, just knowing that they're not in the Pac-12 no more. Like, you can't say, like, you're not in, like, like an okay power right. five. Well, now you're in the Big Ten. Now you can yeah. bring in all the recruits and guys you want, like, to make sure – you getting the best team. Like, it's not just trying to be Ohio State and Team of North every right. year or somebody. So, you know, hopefully it gives a new vibe. I mean, at least, you know, we're going to own it, of course. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. But I think I'm indifferent on that move, man, just because, like, you know, I feel like the players, I mean, obviously UCLA is still in the Big Ten, too, so they'll have that, that local game that they'll drive to. But every other game, bro, I'm talking about jet lag. They drive, they, they flying across the country. I thought about that. You know what I mean? They'll get home games and stuff like that. But every away game, though, they they flying, though. And, you know, obviously, you know, that transition from cold to hot is 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 good. But transitioning from hot to cold is is a whole different world, especially playing in late October, November, when you're going up to Michigan and, you know, Ohio, like you you about to be playing in some in some severe weather. You know what I mean? So obviously, as they get maybe three, four years into the into the actual uh big 10 they'll yeah. get acclimated to it but i can definitely see some some bumps in the road the first couple yeah, years sure. um as well, but, 
docking losses to like those programs would be crazy. Yeah. Doing nothing roster like that. Yeah. No, I, I, that's a good point, man. And then like one one last point to kind of add on to, 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 to your point, DeWan, as far as like the money side. I think another big factor is that like now the USC is in a big will be in the Big Ten. They'll be playing on like on the East Coast time, which they'll have more viewers. Cause you gotta think, bro. Like, I'm gonna be real. When I'm back in Indy, I'm like, I'm not staying up to watch USC play. They, they, it's too late. You not watch a Pac-12 at 12 o'clock. Nah, you never really catch a Pac-12. You them late <laughs> Saturday ESPN games. I watched like maybe a quarter, maybe. And I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Every time. You know what I mean? No offense, but they play in Arizona. Nobody's trying to watch Oregon and Arizona play, put up seven points, 73 points in the game. Right, right. That's, That's a funny. Good point. Then right. I also think, too, um, I know we transitioned. I also think, too, they, I think conferences are trying to like stack up and, can, and compete with the SEC because, you know, with the playoffs, you know, we look up and we got all of these teams that are from the SEC. You know, Georgia played Alabama, you know, I don't know how many damn times, you know what I'm saying? And they ended up playing again. So in the championship. So I think it'll, it definitely will be good to just see other teams in the mix. Too, and hopefully that'll kind of break up that playoff a little bit. Nah, for sure. For sure, man. And hey, listen, the Big Ten ain't nothing to, to mess with now. Like, I know we always say SEC is, is, is the best conference, and may, maybe overall they are. I don't know. But like, I don't know. Big Ten, <laughs> Big Ten got some dogs now. You know what I'm saying? We always look at the top teams at the SEC. Oh, jump in, jump in, jump in. I, I got a question for y'all. So I was I was down to office line camp, and then I was asked a couple of guys, and they was like, they was like, well, they put us on the West or the opposite side of Bama. They was like, we would lose to Georgia. Like they put Ohio State in the SEC. They mm. said like we would we would win every we would beat everybody else, but we lose to Georgia. I said, no way. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think it'd be good. I, it, I, it, it's I, a good, it's a good ass game. It'll be great yeah, game. that's <laughs> I'm, I just feel like Georgia's just too up and down every year. Like it's just, right. it's not consistent. And I and I but, think I mean <laughs> with Georgia but, too, bro. Like I think I think the game between O State and Georgia will be in the trenches. Cause Georgia gonna mm-hmm. pound that bitch, you know. What I mean, they gonna run that rock, and I think y'all skill, y'all got the best skill in the country. Like uh, y'all skill guys can pretty much play anywhere in the in the in the country. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So y'all can compete with a lot of people, and I think that's gonna really set them set y'all apart. But I think it is just gonna be one between running that peel and blocking and, and tackling, kind of in that in that trenches, like some old school like. Big Ten football for real. Dude, you know who, what I mean? Who, who more physical? Right, right. Yeah, physical, and I also yeah. say this: Ohio State to me almost always got a better quarterback than Georgia. All like for the easy, most part. Easy. That's a for, great point. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. and, and be real in today's game, having a really good quarterback. I mean, is every I can say everything, it's but it's the, very it's important the to the it's the head to the body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, it would be a good game. Like for them to say, like y- y'all guaranteed to lose. Nah, that's that's cap. Ain't no way. I mean, Ohio State's legit. Like every single year. I can't remember last time. I'm trying to think. When was Ohio State not good? Like I'm just trying to think. Like I can't remember the last time. Like you, you could say like, oh, they were just bad. I cannot remember. They always in the conversation. You know, like it's been a long time. You said I, the last time we didn't lost like we probably lost about three. Like the most we lost, like, in a season was three games. I think that might have been, like, 2017 or 16, I want to say. And that's crazy. Like, like, that, I mean, was that like, with JT? Was that with Barrett? That was probably with, that was with Barrett, wasn't it? I want to say it was, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It was probably with uh, uh, Barrett and, like, Cardell was, like, lost. going back and forth when they a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they lost it with Oklahoma, Iowa, and then um, 
What's that? Was it? They went Penn State. It was. I want to say yes because it was. If it was twenty six, yeah, it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, they lost to Penn State. Was Saquon still there? Probably at the time. It was it was at it was at Penn State. I remember. Yeah, that. I think I remember watching that shit. They had I think they had a whiteout too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was the white. It was the whiteout, and then I think dude took it like. Oh, he blocked the kick. I know what it was. That's crazy. Yeah. Y'all got some good memory, boy. But listen, even even that he said our last bad season, we lost three games. Be real, Bolo. Ball State, hey, we go nine and three, bro. We, yeah, we turning up, bro. Nine and three. <laughs> look, we eating good, huh? Nine and three. We going bowling. We going bowling. Look, that's the look. We only think about bowling. They, they going to the playoffs. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. We, we going bowling. Like this. So, so sticking with that, um, you know, that good memory of yours, uh, obviously, um, I was, I was able to go down to the Michigan game, uh, with your mom. And, and, and your aunt um, and experience just the craziness of the madhouse alone. But not only experiencing that, though, I was experiencing one of the biggest games that was happening in the world at that point, because both of y'all were well, both of the teams were top five at that yeah. point. Yeah, um, They're both so, undefeated at the time. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 So it was uh, like it was like just craziness on both ends, you know, it was packed from wall to wall. Um, just the energy was there. Obviously, Hutchinson, he went first round. You know, it was a lot of hype around him. Um, and, you know, Wilson went first round. Lave went first round. So we was watching a, a football game with, you know, three or four guys who went first round, um, which was just a great moment. But I guess talk to talk to us about just, you know, playing in the Madhouse, you know, playing against Michigan and then just kind of like that, that beef. Because, like, man, from the fan perspective, bro, <laughs> Like they so aggressive with it. Like the Michigan fans, they was just doing too much, bro. I was like, and no, no knock to Michigan. I love, I love, I love the, the Michigan, the Michigan folks, but man, y'all was doing too much at the game for <laughs> it was real. Clowning. Like, they was clowning, bro. Like it was ridiculous, bro. And that it just kind of gave me some insight to how big the beef is. But that's from a fan perspective. So I know from a player perspective, it's probably even crazier. Yeah, no, nah, it's a it's a real rivalry game. So I mean, after that game, I mean, our whole programs have changed around. I feel like we took a little bit of a slack, not slack. It just we just took maybe the, not the year off. I don't know what it was, but it just it just wasn't right. I felt like, and we all knew it wasn't right. So we had a a meeting with all our players, and we had to get it together for sure. And I'll just say that 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 part in that game was just different, you know. My freshman year, we played up in Timor North. And I mean, you could get the vibe. I would say it was kind of like a similar situation. Whoever wins goes to the Big Ten Championship. Right. And so, I mean, like, it was it was nothing like that when I got on the field. I couldn't hear nothing. You know, we had to go silent cadence. I mean, honestly, that was one of my, my worst games of the season. So, you know, like, I had to re- recover from that going to the Rose Bowl. But, I mean, you can only learn from that game. You want to just to – what the number two pick in the drive, so you gonna learn from that game and get better. Facts, facts, love yeah. it, bro. It's all about growth, man. I, and I, and I love that. I want to make, I want to point that out real quick. I love like your self awareness. You know what I'm saying? Just like Humility. whether it's good, like, bad, whatever. Yeah. You like, hey, that's one of my worst games, but I learned from. It. I got better. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a big thing to just be able to acknowledge that and be okay. You know, not okay with it, but like okay, accept it in the sense of like, okay, I'm gonna get better. You know what I'm saying? So, facts. nah, that's what's uh, up, man. Uh, I love that. 
I love that for sure, man. But yeah, that rivalry is crazy. I remember Bolo, I was I was living through you because you were you were posting on like IG and like Snapchat, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, man, it's a lot. And it was snowing too, right? Didn't it start yeah. snowing? Yep, it started snowing. It was yeah. snowing. Yeah. And you know, I was, you know, and I'm watching I'm watching as like a neutral fan, but I'm like, I I know Dewan, so like I want I want Ohio State to win, but I'm gonna be real. My homeboy FA, who he's like, he's my he was our being Bolo's teammate, he's my co-founder of my clothing line. Uh, Andrew Anthony, who had a really good game for Michigan, a receiver. He, um, what was uh, one of like every like, like his role model. He he coached in my high school mm-hmm. freshman year up, like his raw receiver coach. So I kind of knew him too. So it was like, ah, like you know, what I mean, he was balling out. I'm like, I want the wine to win. I was kind of in a weird spot. So, but it, it was a good game from a fan standpoint. I'll, I'll say that it really was. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. So, um, so like kind of kind of moving forward, and this is this is uh, I think perfect. Transition, but look, we talked about this a little bit on our last episode about uh about the the effects of nil. Me and Bolo, I, I think we, we agreed on, on some parts. Some parts we, we kind of differed. Um, you're you're living in it. You're you're right in the mix of it. So this past season was the first year with the new nil rules. What was your experience like, just overall? Like, do, do you think it's it's good for college sports? No, it's good for like the most part. I would say. You know, kind of, I would say kids kind of like getting like just too relaxed on it. Like, that's what they depend on. But I mean, like, mm. if I was a kid, go change your life now. Why wouldn't you? But I would just say, me as a person, like, that's not how I am. Like, I, I always go for myself and do what's best for myself. And I mean, the money's always going to be there. That's how I look at it. Like, and so nice. I never think like it's, it's, a, it's a difference. And it, it just, it's come, it's going to come. So that's right. what I think. Like, no matter where you at, no matter what program. They gonna find you. So I, I got a question because I've been sitting on this for a minute. I'm just so curious. So like I've been seeing like so we were talking about on the last episode where like all of these kids who even before they even touch on the college football field, you know, they're getting paid eight to ten million dollars at Miami, Tennessee, you know, all these crazy schools. So from your experience and like the guys that's in your locker room, how does it work? Like, is these guys getting a lump sum? Is it getting paid like per game? Is it how does that work? Mm-hmm. I recently, like some player, like depend on who the player is, I would say. And then I just know that sometimes they just getting paid like bi weekly or like by month, you know, like gotcha. basically simple deposits and stuff like that. And they ain't gonna give them all at once because you just, you can't give no, what we like, 20 or 19 year old, 18 million right now. Like they not in the league, like they in college. Like you can't give them that. You gotta give them that monthly payment, and or just work some them out to the point that they best uh, they feel best at. I would say. Now, now let me ask you this. Now, obviously, nil is still new. These guys getting paid monthly, weekly, you know, whatever. If they start underperforming, is there situations where they strip it away from them, or are, are people still just getting paid what they getting paid? Mm. You sign that direct contract, so I mean, they mm. still gotta get their bread at the end of the day. Damn. We saw we saw we saw contracts just like NFL players and other players, and so at the end of the day, they got to pay us. No matter what our performance is, I mean, you may get like less like talk to, I would say, by people, but you still still got you. You signed it. You signed it. <laughs> yeah. So that that definitely give me better insight to yeah. To that. I'm like, man, I know they ain't paying the 17 year old who just got to college eight million dollars. Like they got to be right. Front them a little bit to kind of keep them going, and then like, okay, let's see you play, and then we'll kind of continue to, you know, kind of go from right. there. So that makes a lot of sense. 
But these brands, like the reason they're paying them so early is because they know, man, like, listen, they're about to have everybody in their mom about to be trying to hop on and give them deals. So we got to roll the dice and just pay them right now to even have a chance. And if we if we miss a, hey, you know, you're going to miss sometimes. But if we land and it works, man, we might have just, you know, hit a diamond in the rough. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you think about it. You make those early relationships with the young player, 17, 18 years old. They're going to always remember you. So now if they end up blowing up, going to NFL, whatever, you might have some type of, you know, long-term type of relationships. Right. And, you know, so I think they're thinking from a big picture standpoint, you know, it's a risk. It's always a risk. It, anytime you make any investment, it's a risk. So, but uh, now they're definitely trying to, it's, it all comes down to, to, to marketing and who they think could, could position their brand, the, you know, the, the most and make, make it look the best. So um, one more question on that, because we talked about this again. Uh, I mean, Bolo, I think had this as a question. As a player, when you get paid, when you're getting paid right in college, especially big dollars, do you feel like that actually motivates you to want to perform better? Mm-hmm. Or does it almost make you feel a little bit more relaxed? You're like, I'm already getting paid. I ain't even really tripping. Uh, it's definitely a motivator. I say, like, me as an lineman, I don't get paid that much. So, like, right. Kind of like when I see like my teammates get stuff like that, not unless they're like hate or nothing, like you know, like yeah. it's motivation. Like I, I feel like I should be getting the same notoriety they are. Like I'm, I'm the one, of, no offense, I'm the one that's blocking for them, but I, ain't, <laughs> right, I, right. I ain't tripping. Like, you, know, you know, I just use, I take that as motivation. Like they gonna see me this year. I'm just just been working my tail off and doing what I'm supposed to do. And so you know, it's, it's all gonna pay off at the end. Like either way, the drive tonight, they, I'm gonna have a bunch of ads to do or something like that. And where I can get paid in that way, so like it's it's coming soon. I don't even try to trip about that. Love it, bro. Yes. I love. It. I just love the patience, bro. I just love like the patience and just like the the straightforwardness, bro. Like you know, you know, you're gonna get to what you're gonna get to, and ain't no ain't no rush to 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 get there. So that, yeah. that's definitely very admirable um, on on your end. So definitely, bro. Keep 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 that mindset. One hundred percent, man. One hundred percent. So. For sure, bro. We about to transition to, to our live final two segments uh, of the show. So first though, we got our quick hitters. We're gonna play just a little fun game of this Uh-oh. or that. We got a couple uh uh just you know couple categories, couple whatever that we gonna name, and you just pick one. You pick you pick your favorite of the two that we list. So uh, I'm gonna get started, Bolo, and then you, and then you jump in. Bet. So all right, the first this or that, Long's donuts or Krispy Kreme. Easy. He thinking about it. He thinking about it. Oh, that's tough. Can I I, I explain myself? Oh, please do. Please explain. Oh, yeah. Elaborate, please. Okay. 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 Longs, to me, longs be good, like, when it's fresh. But, like, I've had longs at, like, 6 a.m. So, like, I've had it when, like, it's, what's it called? Like, it's melting in your mouth. But I've also had Krispy Kreme with the light on. Ooh, with the light on. With the light on. Krispy Kreme, when it's not on, it's not it's not fresh at all. So I'm about to go along. Hold on, birthday dance to me real quick. He said, "With the light on, I, I, I'm not oh, on game." What does that the mean? The light on say what it say hot. Oh, with the light on, is that what you're talking about? You, you ain't know about that. Bro, I ain't know that. No, no way. No way. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big Krispy Kreme guy, so I didn't know. That. I know. Uh, I, he won. He won on the west side. That's why we <laughs> had the Krispy Kreme over there on the west side. He missing out. Hey, you hey, you know what they do on the east side? They eat them little Debbie cakes over there from the gas station. Uh, here, the you go. here you go. Here Don't hey, don't 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 do me like that, baby. <laughs> don't do me like that, baby. Don't let me don't let me start jigging like a fool in this thing, oh, boy. 
It's still far east side. Stop playing. He's silly, bro. That's funny, bro. All right. Okay, here we go. So we talked about it a little bit earlier, but got to ask you, King Ribs or Barbecue Heaven? Oh, yeah. This King Ribs by far. Easy. Why? It's it's the Rib Tips, Tip Tuesday. I mean, you got deals all week, I would say. But I would say the best... I don't know. I, I like the turkey ribs from Barbecue Heaven, but ain't nothing on King Ribs. He King Ribs. He, he say Tip Tuesday. <laughs> hey, King Ribs, how you like that? The tip special. Me everywhere. I'm, telling, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Tip Special 1299 gets you right. Man, I ain't, I ain't been back home in so long. I need some King Ribs too, boy. Ooh. All right, I got, I got a football one right here. Pass block or run block? I mean, it don't matter. You got a favorite. You got a favorite. I think. I think. I think. Pass locking is easier, just because like you get in your, you get in the person's way. I, I kind of like realize that now, not like when playing, but like then, like hearing it from people that told me like, like, bro, you're like big to get around. Like it's kind of like hard. Yeah. So like now after hearing that, like it's becoming kind of like fun and easier. Run blocking. I just say I'm, I'm hitting my head all the time, so that's probably why. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel you, bro. Listen, as, as an undersized defensive tackle, 5'11", 285 at, at, at my peak, man, them, them run plays, boy. I ain't going to lie. It's been a couple times where I got double team, they push me back, and then, like, the guard, look at the tackle. Hey, run it back, run it back. I'm like, hell no. Do not run it back. Please don't <laughs> run it back. <laughs> ain't nothing like ain't, – ain't, ain't nothing worse than, like, you know, about, you know the double team coming. Ooh. You know, like, you try to get in that stand. You try to get that little – <laughs> change the field a little bit, get that angle. He's like, I know it's coming. I got to bring my bucket ugly. in my hat, bro. Hey, them trenches is ugly, but Bolo don't know about the trenches, though. You know, he out there. I, I appreciate he, the trenches, though. He, he comes down to play like in the 4-3. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, tries, he tries to come down and play right support. Hey, hey, I, like, I know. I know if if D-line doing their job, holding uh, up them offensive linemen, then I know that you know these linemen ain't getting up to second and third level, and I ain't getting my ass knocked out. So I appreciate. Look, I appreciate it. Look, you get a pass rush, quarterback throw the ball, I get a pick. All right, that's you hold some linemen up. I'm making tackles. I ain't got to. I ain't got to shed no no linemen from coming up to second and third level, bro. Bro, so I appreciate. A, I appreciate the linemen. As a bro. safety, bro, half y'all plays, y'all just backpedaling, running, and stopping. Half hey, y'all hey, plays hey, in the game. Hey, hey, you know my game. You know I play downhill. We play downhill. Shout out to Jay Bateman. Use a hit. Play downhill. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, hell yeah, bro. So, hey, so I gotta, I gotta ask you, bro. So it's so funny because if y'all don't know, right? For for Dewan, all right, he has probably the best memory of anybody that I probably know as far as like remembering like songs or like uh, <laughs> Kayla, like Kayla, like their whole family, y'all. Check this out. <laughs> their whole family can remember word for word, movie for movie. Movies. Like like Kayla can literally. I can have a whole conversation with Kayla, and she can literally go back and forth with me in a conversation repeating something that comes from each movie and just have like a dialogue. Like that's how crazy they is about it. Like, that's so crazy. I got to ask you, you got to pick one for me, Eddie Murphy or Martin Lawrence. But in movies or like period all together, like, like one has like, to be wiped away. Oh, that's tough. I'm gonna have to go with Martin, of course. That's tough, but I, I love Eddie. I'm doing wrong, but Martin, of course. I, I love the I love the show Martin. Uh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Get now, 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 just imagine, think about okay, life you, 
you got the Martin show, but now there's no nutty professors. Oh, there's man. no Norbits. There's Beverly no Hills cops. Life. Like, yeah, just ooh. I, like I, that's what I'm saying. Geez, I, I didn't the, the, like my my top three, I would say Eddie Murphy movies is probably for sure Harlem Nights. Life. That's tough. No, but Martin's in life. So yes, right, he is. Right. That is that is a fact. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, you know, that's tough. So, I mean, and then my third, I don't know. I don't know. Boomerang, I would say. Boomerang's a movie. That's a good one. I but they both, they both in that, that too, though. Martin and Eddie both in that one, too. Oh, Martin, I mean, I don't know what's like that. Martin, Martin is in Boomerang. Yes. Yeah. It's David Allen Greer, Martin, and, and Eddie Murphy. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Marcus. Marcus. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Dang, who, who, I don't know if like true like Eddie Murphy movie I, I, mean, I watch. I'm, I'm a Beverly Hills cop fan. I ain't going to lie. Them old school. That's old school. Who ate the target ass? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I'm about to say probably Norby, honestly, in my third. <laughs> right, right. All right, last one. Last, last this or that. Last this or that. Pure Passion West or Sunset. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll just play. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. I'll just play with you. Man. <laughs> Look, I ain't even been there yet. <laughs> Good. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I know. That's funny. I'm messing with you, man. I've been holding, <laughs> I've been holding that here for the whole time. So let me throw this out here. <laughs> <laughs> but like, all right, this this is our last, this is our new segment. We just brought this uh brought this up last uh show. It's kind of fun. So it's called What Would You Do uh scenario. So I'm basically about to just read you a scenario, and at the end, you answer us, what would you do? So it's Ohio State versus that team up north. It's the last drive of the fourth quarter. You're down by four points, so you need the touchdown to win the game. You're driving down the field. You get to the red zone. It's 10 seconds left on the clock. No timeouts left. You got to snap the ball. You take a bad step, and the D lineman slightly kind of beats you on the play. You're still in a decent position. He hasn't completely beat you, but he, he he's kind of got past your hip a little bit. It's looking like he might be about to get a sack, but you're still in position to possibly do something. So you turn around, you try to recover. You know if he gets this sack, there's only 10 seconds left, no timeout. If yeah, he gets this my, sack, the my, game is over. Guess. What would you do next? Ooh. I would just say I have to run him out, like running, running by the quarterback. It depends on where he at. Is he going inside or outside? He going outside. He beat you outside. Oh, outside, I can run past. That's easy. I mean, because, like, my arms are so long. Like, yeah, like, he can just step in the pocket. I mean, he's a kind of like a, of, I would say, like, you know, like traditional, no offense, like like the white quarterback. Like, you remind me of, like, Josh, not Josh Allen, let me say. Tom Brady, like, you know, people sit in the pocket. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Turn their, turn their hips and check all their routes, you know, that's not really, like, moving or nothing like that. Yeah. Okay, okay. I wow. thought you was going to say, listen, I'm going to hold them and hopefully, hopefully the ref won't call it. <laughs> I can't, but, but, can't but remember, I mean, bro, that's, remember, that's if, you, if it's a penalty, bro, it's a runoff. That's true. That's what I'm saying. That's a 10-second that's a, that's a runoff. It's a ball game still. Damn, so I, I mean, the best I I'd rather – Running, try running pass and give myself with like the team a chance. Like, you at least can throw the ball up in the air, right? Right, but let's be real though. We all know that the refs don't don't be calling them holding calls though. Y'all get away with a lot of holding calls. It's old line, so you might be able to get away. Maybe, <laughs> I mean, with me, like I'm six eight, so they kind of like yeah, I'm like a bystander, not a bystander, like they kind of like look at me, like, they be, you know, they be looking right for it, right? Yeah. yeah, like they're looking for something, like he's right there. 
That's true. And your arm's so long that if you do hold, I feel like it's it's, it's easier to see versus like 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 a guard, maybe. You know what I'm saying? A guard kind of really get away yeah, with it. It's a little it's different. Intact, which exactly. Is me, like, exactly. Yeah, it's out there. <laughs> I love it, bro, man. Well, hey, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. Hey, that, we, we appreciate you for hopping on the podcast. This is a love great you, show. I, lo- I learned something about today. We learned about NIL. We learned about the, like, bro. the, the, hey, the Michigan rivalry, the Ben Davis rivalry. I learned about a lot today, man. Bro, we on the porch, bro. You know, hey, anytime you sit on the porch, you bound to soak up any type of game. Hey, I could hit you with some more uh was the card questions. Though. Uh what's the one before the second? Man? This like or that? Questions. Yeah, y'all could hit you with some more though. We, and we got to bring you back on in and, 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 and do For a sure. lot of them in. We, we, sure. definitely, sure. we definitely got to get you back on. But, bro, before you leave, um, obviously, you're at a point where I think a lot of kids are trying to get to. Um, I mean, you're out of, you are like the 1% of like the 1% at this point, bro, right? Um, what's some advice you can get to kids trying to get to where you are right now? I would just say stay focused, stay patient, and just stay the course and just listen to them. You know, it's, it's people around here, it's bad people. And, you know, it's always people trying to tear you down and bring you down, but you got to stick through, stick through it through the end. You know, just just follow your faith and just follow what's in your heart always. Facts. Mm. I love it, man. There it is. Hell yeah. Another one, man. Another, and let people know, where can they find you too, man, as far as like social media, Instagram? Where can our fans find you? I say, I know be on Instagram, you know, I... Post some funny all the time on my story. You know, I'm always cracking, cracking jokes and stuff yeah. like that. I even crack yeah. jokes on Bolo. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you flame you, Bolo. Yeah, I, I, I see. I see. I see. You uh, was interview interview Wayne the other day. I was cracking up on my TikTok. I was like, I was like, no way, that's him. Oh yeah, you said that. Yep. Everybody been seeing me. I, that, that's actually like an interview. An interview from last year. Somebody like clipped off just that that particular scene, and uh, they ain't even tag your boy. It got almost two million views. Yeah, they ain't tag your boy. Hella, yeah, that shit got hella views, bro. And they couldn't see, bro. It's all good. Hey, real ones know. Real ones know who it was. I know that boy's where I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, that's my guy. We we gonna we gonna get Wayne on the porch this season for sure. So, yeah, <laughs> y'all, it's her man. But hey, it's a hey, it's a wrap, man. Another another great episode, man. Y'all can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the porch podcast underscore and Bolo. What do we always say at the end of our show? Remember the best you is the best you. We love y'all, man. Peace. Peace. Stay blessed. We out. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put it work every day. We got it in. Chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.